Hi and welcome to the Simplicity Parenting Podcast with me, Kim John Payne. This is our first podcast as we open a new door in the Simplicity Parenting movement. Couldn't be more delighted. Uh, The team and I have been talking about this for ages and it's thrilling to see it come to life. Each week we will be recording a Simplicity Diary entry with, you know, that emphasizes my thoughts of what's been coming up as I travel around the country and indeed around the world and hear from so many parents uh, in so many situations, the commonalities and the links and the hopes that, um, that, that, that make us the community. We are all striving to simplify and balance our, our kids' lives. We'll also be, from time to time, um, putting in some interviews from people that uh, I'm just very impressed with, uh, with their work and what they're doing in the world. And uh, we'll be putting in, we'll kind of segmentize it really and, and make it 10 or 15 minutes per ep- episode or per segment so that, it's, so that it's sort of digestible, you know, in our busy family lives. And um, also from time to time, there'll be other little specials that will pop into the podcast as well. We'll occasionally encore some of the Simplicity Diaries from uh, recent times, some of the ones particularly that we've just gotten really good feedback from that were super helpful, and um, we'll we'll pop those in as as well from time to time. So, here we go. (laughs) Sit back and enjoy this first Simplicity Parenting Podcast. I was recently visited by a friend I'd worked with many years ago in Southern Africa, and uh, he reminded me of this wonderful Zulu greeting. In fact, he got out the car with a big smile on his face, hadn't seen him in so long, and he gave a big shout, Sobanu! And uh, <laughs> right on cue, I answered, Ngohona! Now, this greeting, which we'd both heard so many times when we were working uh, in and around the townships in South Africa, means, um, I, I see you, you know, Subanu, I see you. And Ngohona uh, means, so, now I am here. And uh, it was lovely to see my friend, but even lovelier to be reminded of that greeting. We think so much about presence these days, about presencing, about being present for our children, present for those that we love. And this this greeting is so much about presence, about being present for those um, who are dear to us. In particular, it set me thinking after he left in the days afterwards, I was thinking about, about what is it to be present with our kids why is it so important and what is it because it's hard to put to words really isn't it this whole idea of of truly being there and one of the things that um, I've done for years like one example of it with my own kids is that if they weren't doing so well um, which is when a lot of this sort of stuff gets put to the test isn't it and they weren't doing so well 
I'd often call out to them, oh, are you doing all right? Or um, do, you, do you need my help? Or, you know, basically, or are you working it out? Or do you need daddy's help? And sometimes the reply would be, well, we're working it out. Or other times it was very clearly, no, we need your help. <laughs> but even when uh, my kids needed my help, it was really a matter of, of, of going nearby and, and just sitting, standing, but not saying too much. Just lending my presence was often enough. Lending uh, for a dad or a mum just to lend their presence is is often so much what is needed in the situations. It reminds me of that saying, you know, um, don't just stand there, do something. Well, in in parenting, it's often the opposite, isn't it? Don't just do something. Be there. Be there. Really be there. And it's not that we then have to come up with all these, you know, very smart things to say or do. When we really start to get a handle on presence and presencing, it relieves us of, of, of having to be this impossibly great parent because our presence is often really all that's required and there's some there's some real benefits to kids, particularly in one case, uh, in one situation is 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 siblings. If you've got more than one kid at home, then being a presence in the way I just mentioned will have children sorted out for themselves. Sure, you're you're present when they're working it out, but it enables them to develop really good problem solving. I found that over and over. My kids would, would then just turn back to each other and start trying to work it all out. And one would say, well, why why can't I have it sometimes? You know, the other one would say, well, you could, but... And they would, they, they, there they were, working it out. That was always lovely to see. And if one would start to spin off a little bit and, and not be um, all all that helpful... Their little eyes would often glance up at me, you know, and they could see that this wasn't going very well. You know, and the response is, oh, oh dear. Oh gosh. You know, that's for, for, for younger ones. I think it's often all it needs is, oh dear. And then they turn back to, to working it out. Sometimes, obviously, we've got to step in more. But one of the really big benefits of being a presence with siblings is that they learn to sort out their own their own issues with you there, not refereeing. It's almost the opposite energy to refereeing, actually. It's just it's it's lending something of yourself to their their process. Now it doesn't change, you know, my kids grew up and and uh, now they're teenagers, and the presence still continues. You know, it's 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 a time when kids go up to their rooms and sprint, spend like prodigious amounts of time in their rooms, and uh, it might be that you pick up a magazine you're reading or some knitting you're doing, a project you're working on, and just go up and and sit in your child's room, just be there, 
You know, I, I often just pick up a magazine, go sit in my daughter's, she's 16 right now, and I just go sit in her room while she's doing her homework on the floor. I don't know why, there's a perfectly good desk in the room. But anyway, why do they always do it on the floor? Anyway, there it is, she's doing it on the floor, and books spread all over the place. And I'll just sit in the chair and prop myself up on her bed, whatever, and just read the magazine. And she just looks up. She's gotten used to it now. So she just sort of looks up and goes back to her work. And maybe 10, 15 minutes pass. No no words needed. And then she might say, you know, I don't know why, but Adriana is, she's not looking like all that great lately. I don't know what it is. Like it's it's like hard. And I'll say, huh. <laughs> Just, huh. It, do you know anything about what's happening for her? No, I, I, I don't, but I don't know. And that might be it. That might be the conversation. It might develop further. It might not. But maybe the next day, you know, you could just check in and say, how did it go with Adriana today? You see, you've got, you, you then get these little lovely tiny sort of glances into a teenager's life into their world that enables that that, that sort of quiet but but strong connection to go on but it's all about presencing it's all about being being right there you know the in between phase between little kids and teenagers is perhaps the last example I want to give today. And that's for the nine-year-old. Now, nine-year-olds, are, they're at the, right at the cusp of change. A lot of things are going on in their lives. And again, being a presence for them is so important because they're not little kids anymore, but they're not big kids. It's a cuspian age where they have one foot in one world and one foot in the other And just being around, being available, being present, it's almost like soul arnica, you know, for the for the emotional bumps and bruises that developmental changes uh, bring when our kids are going through them. And many parents have said that hint of being a a stronger presence, being around just that little bit more for their nine year old was um, was valuable in the sense that when particularly when kids blow up, when they get angry, when they get frustrated, we've had that time of just hanging out with them, of just being quietly with them, no scheduling, no stuff to do, just quiet moments of being there. And that comes to the rescue when things are tough because we've got a foundation of relationship to stand on. So there we are, our, our first podcast in this um, Simplicity Parenting series. I sure hope that was helpful. Okay, bye-bye for now.